Hello and welcome to the 40th episode of the Pointy Hatcast. I am your host Sam, also known as Ducky O'Brien on Twitch. And we are joined today by our co-hosts, fellow Amazonians, Barry. Hello. Isaiah. What's up? And we have a very special guest today, Karu. Yeah, also known as Nate. Howdy. Today's episode is on the question of what makes up a person, Wonder Woman 1984. Our email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Once again, the email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Please send us any questions or comments, as well as any requests for movies for us to watch. Wonder Woman 1984 was released on December 2020 in the US. It was directed by Patty Jenkins. The screenplay was written by Patty Jenkins, Jeff Johns, and Dave Callahan. It stars Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Kristen Wiig, Pedro Pascal, and many more. Currently, as of this podcast, it has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 50% for critics and 74% for audience. Diana must contend with the work colleague and businessman whose desire for extreme wealth sends the world down a path of destruction after an ancient artifact that grants wishes goes missing. All right, Barry, why don't you take us away? Crew <laughs> right. is my given name. Yes, yeah, for your uh, Christian name, so to speak. Yeah, Even it's my, my heathen name. <laughs> Barry, why don't you take us away? Oh man, this movie is the uh, DCEU equivalent of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Um, you do not god, do justice to Abraham Lincoln I Vampire Hunter. I forgot about that. Oh this, my god. I think it looks about as good. Um, okay. okay. I think the writing is approximately on the same level, on par. Uh, on par, really? Uh, okay. Maybe on. In fact, I would probably put this a step down from Abraham Lincoln Vampire yes. Hunter. Wow. As far as okay. writing. Yes. There's baffling script choices there's there's really yeah. bad cgi it's like strangely bad <laughs> i thought it was hilarious i have i thoroughly enjoyed it <laughs> yeah i mean it was kind of funny towards the end and then there's just there's some really bad like awkward shot choices and really bad i'd say bad macro editing um mm. i would still recommend everybody see this movie your thoughts isaiah Really? Yeah, I would. <laughs> okay. Uh, before I start, I just had a question. Is it Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot? Gadot. It's Gadot. <sighs> yes. okay. I'm going to say Gadot because it sounds I thought better. it was Gadot. Yeah. Waiting for Gadot? Sure. Nobody got that. Get some, get Excellent. Nope. I didn't understand. Great. Great. <sighs> Gadot? Gadot? I always assumed it was Gadot. I didn't think that there was a T sound. Gal Gadot. And written and directed by Patty Jenkins. Screenplay by the legendary Patty Jenkins. The fall from grace was massive, almost. (laughs) (laughs) She also she was also writer director for Monster. I've never seen it with uh, Charlize Theron, Uh, which is like a good movie. (laughs) It's like a good movie. Oh damn! Well, that's disappointing, I guess. Yeah, I was just very confused by this film overall. Like, I genuinely really enjoyed the first film. The third act gets super mushy and messy, like, uh, of the first Wonder Woman. Where we're like, ah, yes, there are gods, and I am a god, and I started, what was it, World War Two, <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, oh, okay. And it's like, oh, I killed a god, now there's no more World War Two. It's like, oh, oh, okay, I'm more confused. But, it was World uh, War One. Okay. World War One. Ah, World War One. I see. Yeah. 
that was just overall very confusing. That was how I felt for most of this film as well. Um, less God stuff, but still extremely confusing. There's some cool sequences. The action set pieces are way worse than the first film, for sure. And the writing and story just left me so confused at so many different points. Yeah. I guess that's my quick overview, but uh, I guess I'll pass it on to Sam. Yeah, this is, uh, I did not like this movie. I thought it was poorly made in almost every regard. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing that got to me the most, like, I was just bored. I didn't hate it. I was just really bored because the story was so poorly written that I was just not interested at all because it contradicted itself. For me, the most important part is you know, what is the intent of the film? Like, if it's a kid's film, you know, you understand it's going to have kids-related stuff. Or if it's an action movie like John Wick, it's going to be, you know, revolving around action. Like, that's the main intent, delivering fun, entertainment. This movie, I couldn't really put a finger on it. Like, I knew what they wanted to do, but kind of like the opening sequence, they tried to do too many things, and it just diluted the entire experience and just was way longer than it needed to be. And so far, it just made everything a bore. It was kind of boring to watch this. Those are my initial impressions. I had that same question, too, whether this was for kids. Because when it opened, yeah, right? I thought, oh, okay, it's for kids. All right. It's for kids. But then there's some stuff that happens yeah. later on. Yeah. Like someone, <laughs> like a woman literally dies. He's like, I wish you died. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then she dies. <laughs> yeah. Very confusing uh, yeah yeah (laughs) and sending all the irish back to ireland of course yes of course course. casual racism yes yes some casual racism (laughs) yeah of course passing on on to nate your your initial impressions of this film as you're watching it right now (laughs) yeah nate's watching it live Live Uh, yeah i think uh the biggest thing is the physics are pretty questionable you know beyond and your normal Marvel superhero. It's, it's just like this little girl flying through the air and then, and then stops. It's like pretty cool. She's pretty athletic, but I don't know. I kind of expect her to keep going. But she is the one. Momentum woman. is not real. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there's some, definitely some God power there. I'm pretty impressed by the, uh, the lack know. of uh, conservation of energy, <laughs> inertia, momentum. Well, it's a different planet, right? The uh, it's not a universal constant. Physics only applies this to is Earth. On Earth correct? Once you get off, yeah. Once you get off Earth, you know, no physics. It's just you're in the space. Well, no, this is a, this is on Earth. On Earth. <laughs> they're on. They're in the, a hidden place the, on the, Earth. Themyscira. Themyscira. <laughs> Whatever. The hidden okay. island of the Amazons, which oh, okay. is somewhere in the like, Mediterranean. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes, right the right. Amazonians. <laughs> Yes. From Greece, of From course. Greece. Of course. It's fine. Yes. Let's not question it. Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't understand how they have two boobs. According to legend, they only have one so they can shoot arrows better. You know what I'm saying? Is that true? Uh, I don't know if that's a Wonder really? Woman thing, but yeah, they, I mean, they. Yeah. Cut, you cut it off, right? Because, you know, even if you're, you know, a Boy Scout getting your archery merit badge, you still slap your shoulder and chest every once in a while if you're not careful huh it was it was a myth i don't know if they really did it i've done it before (laughs) or if you slap your wrist that hurts a lot (laughs) i'm pretty sure 
you can just bind your chest. But you know, I don't have. I mean, I have, yes, I have man boobs, but not like enormous. Another boobs. legendary film, <laughs> or or, or children, like of course, Assassin's Creed. You know, where they cut their middle finger off so they could have the hidden blade pop out, which seemed like overkill to me. Just designing maybe on the other side of the wrist, and that you see jokes happen. on you, Sam, because. The- <laughs> Uh, the middle finger gets cut off due to the fact that they have the hidden blade. <laughs> so the first time like they, they just give them this blade thing and they don't, they don't tell them how it works. And the first time they pop it out, they're like, Oops. oh! Oh, my finger! Who designed this stupid thing? Yep, a rite of okay. passage. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Okay, let's, uh, let's start breaking this get down. Into it. Yeah, let's get into the nitty-gritty. So right yeah. away, we have an issue. Which is that the movie has two openings, yes. and they're both really long. Okay. Ah, oh, so long. Like it's yeah. okay to have like a double cold open, like Guardians did it. <laughs> uh, both of the Guardians films did it. Lots of films do this, but you can't have them both be like eleven minutes long when your movie is two and a half hours long. <laughs> yes. This yes. first opening sequence has the entire point of it is to deliver. The, like literally look at the camera and here it comes just stop it you're gonna look at the camera and tell you the thesis of the movie which is that truth is the most important thing and you shouldn't cheat or take shortcuts and that that took 11 minutes (laughs) (laughs) the longest opening sequence and the color palette and tone are completely different from the rest of the film. Yes. It felt like it was shot by a completely different crew and director. And then they just handed it to Patty Jenkins like, this This is in the movie somewhere. Just put it in there. <laughs> like you're supposed to set the tone of the movie visually and then they throw it away. I'm going to pause right here. Look at the color palette. Okay, golden hues. Okay. Gold. Everything's gold. Very nice saturation. Okay. Lots of yellows, golds, like warm colors, and then, and then we're gonna split to 1984. It's yeah. just completely different immediately. <laughs> but Barry, how will the audience know that we were in, in the, the past yeah, if we don't give 80s. it a golden hue? I don't know. The 80s were all about the tan suits. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, now we're 70 years in the future. Okay, more than 70 years in the future. This is probably hundreds of years in the future, actually. Oh. Yeah, the opening sequence just... This second opening sequence was just confusing to me. Yeah. Wait. Why'd they spin around? It, oh, I see. She is a... She kicked a the Wonder car. Woman? Yeah. Right. Yeah. She kicked the car. And the, the car doesn't seem to have any damage. It seemed to be a, you know, pretty pristine firebird still. Yeah. Momentum isn't real. <laughs> right, no inertia? Yeah, no yeah. inertia. Yeah. <laughs> Here we have Max... Maxwell uh, Lord. Max, is that his name? Maxwell Lord? I don't know. Pedro Pascal? Yeah, Pedro Pascal. The Mandalorian. Yes. <laughs> the Mandalorian. This is I'm the just going to call him Donald Trump because that's who he's portraying in this movie. <laughs> so what's what's happening here? She's rolling around just doing like... <laughs> this, okay, this is my somewhat... favorite shot in the whole film right here. <laughs> this is the only good <laughs> shot in the whole film. <laughs> oh, the guy just looking at the booty? This yep. is the only good shot. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that is there a point to that, or is it just no? Be it's just there. No point. No, there there is not much of a point. No, there's a woman in tights, and like this is the '80s. Uh, all right, this is gonna start the, the ongoing theme that all men in the movie are sleaze balls and it's complete scumbags. Uh, I see. Yes, all men are dogs. 
Like Unless every single Pine. man in this movie will make a pass. <laughs> <Chris> at, <laughs> except for Chris Pine. Yes. And we'll have other issues with that. But every man will make a pass at some woman in this movie in like the no, sleaziest the way possible. Not the sun. <laughs> it's like hey, the sun's a good one. The sun's a good one. You know. He didn't hit puberty yet. <laughs> because apparently it's not possible to like, you know, approach a woman without being a complete skeezball. Ah <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, I gotta head this off. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> Isaiah, you you take over. Uh. If we like go forward in the movie to the the Chris Pine scene when it's like wow it's a miracle Chris Pine is here I don't even know what the hell his name is in this film you know he's just Chris Pine he's just Chris Pine he's just Chris Pine average space guy you know <laughs> Captain Kirk <laughs> you know he's just, he's just Captain Kirk <laughs> Captain Kirk uh, on another strange foreign planet on another adventure I feel like the fish out of water scenes that they did. Where he's just walking around like, wow, this is the future. It felt kind of reminiscent of like the Thor scenes. It was reminiscent of the first movie. It was supposed to be a clear dichotomy, I think. Yeah, yeah. The first movie, Wonder Woman was the fish out of water. Now he is. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely a play on that. But I thought those scenes were actually fantastic. And I thought that they were really well done. Like him walking around with the fanny pack. Wow. Yes, he would. And he always had the fanny pack, no matter what the outfit was. That should have been yeah. the opening, dude. That should have been the opening. My of the real movie. question is, what is in the fanny pack? <laughs> what could a man like Chris hmm. Pine be carrying in his fanny pack? I mean, it's clearly an infinity cube, isn't it? Infinity cube, <laughs> uh, maybe sure. uh, a communicator or a phaser set to stun. Ah, uh, it must be a phaser. <laughs> yeah. No other explanation. The reason why you say, never see him use a gun is because he has a phaser. Exactly. Yeah. Or maybe Thanos' gauntlet is in there somewhere. You gotta have a crossover. Yeah, it was just... I don't know. I just thought it was really funny to see that. You know, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. I'm sure you are, but Disney now owns both Star Wars and Marvel. Yep. So it's kind of just a race against time to when Doctor Strange goes back in time and creates the Force. Mm. Don't you think? <laughs> I think you're, you're you're revealing Disney's dark secrets. You know, we'll put that on the record, and when it inevitably happens, you're right. We'll give you credit for it. Exactly, yep. genius, future teller. Right, right. And it's going to be the uh, who? Who's it going to be? Jar Jar, and who's the other half of the of the Marvel the Marvel buddy cop? Marvel buddy, Marvel cop? buddy cop. Well, yeah, a crossover Chris buddy Evans? cop. No, no. So it'll be it'll be Jar Jar and somebody else as the uh, as the buddy cop mashup. Oh no, no, Jar Jar and Samuel L. Jackson. Fury. Oh, I think it's yeah. Well, Samuel really? L. Jackson. Okay, so Samuel L. Jackson has been in both properties. Oh, so right. he could he, yeah. he could be he could oh, be time traveling. Nick Fury is Nick Fury. Wow, Nick and Fury is Jedi confirmed. Wait a minute, Jedi Master right. Nick Fury. I didn't see this. <laughs> it would kind of explain a lot. Yeah, he was Mace yeah. Windu, right? Yeah. yeah, he was yeah. Windu with, with the purple, purple lightsaber. lightsaber. Yeah, yep. That's how he lost the eye. He he accidentally turned the lightsaber on at the wrong time. And no, then... it was way lamer than that, dude. It was the cat. No, no, no. We, we don't <laughs> talk about that movie. That didn't exist. Here's the crowning crossover franchise. It's the Groot Chewbacca Christmas special. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! That's oh, so crappy. No, it could no. happen. It's, it's like so baby crappy. Groot. It could happen. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Oh, they better not ruin Baby Yoda. Wait, random... I took some notes, but one random thing I wrote down was just like, Hans Zimmer? He composed? Really? Yeah. 
for this film. And then during one of the, the, the flight scenes when she's like flying around when she's really sad, uh, isn't that the interstellar theme? Oh, they've re- they reused the track um, in this film. I don't remember where they pulled it from. I think it's uh, Interstellar, right? I didn't pay attention to the music because what I was watching was so laughably bad that uh, it just didn't impact me, you know? it just. Uh, I, was, I, I know what you're talking about. There was a moment where I stopped and I'm like, I've heard this track before yeah, in and another like, major oh, motion interstellar? picture. I've, first I thought it was Inception, but I was like, wait, that doesn't seem right. Maybe it's Interstellar. Yeah, but I just mentioned that because I was like, wow, Hans Zimmer's in this. And I was like paying close attention to the music and i was very disappointed because <laughs> uh, okay. the best song in the film was that song and that wasn't even written for this film so mm. i don't really know what hans zimmer's doing here you know what i'm saying so now you didn't watch the first uh the first wonder woman right i think i have seen one of them the first film she has a romantic interest uh chris steve Pine. trevor steve trevor chris pine Captain What's called Chris Pine? It's easy. Yeah, um, and he dies at the end of uh, end of the film. Spoilers in the exact same way that Captain America dies in the first Avenger, which is a complete coincidence, I'm sure. Of course, of course. <laughs> so he's dead, and in this movie, which takes place in 1984, which is let, let's do some quick math. Uh, seventy, yeah, like seventy years. Seventy years in the future, like right here, they're establishing that she still hasn't gotten over him. Like seventy years later. 70. Hey man, love is forever. You're right. Like, love is guess. real, Barry. Love is real. Love lasts a lifetime. <laughs> All right. Sure. Uh, yeah. Sure. But the fact that he's in this film at all, and Chris Pine comes back literally from the dead, it's it's problematic. Yeah, I su- wait, can I just say something? Yeah. As soon as I saw Chris Pine, I was like, they're going to kill him again. They're going to kill him again. As <laughs> yeah. soon as I saw it, I was like, they're going to yeah. use him. Yeah. Also, just as a plot like, device, and they're just going to kill him again. Yeah. One thing I had an issue with, I wish they kind of delved into this a little bit more. They are taking over, like, a real person's life, and not oh, just okay, his no. body. Let's, let's pause. Do we want to go into this right now? Because I'm going to have to rave about this. The uh, so I mean, there's a lot of things that I want to rant about, so why don't we just get into it, unless there's, like, some minor things you want to get out of the way first. I don't know. Okay, so they get the wishing stone, right? Like the MacGuffin of the movie is the wishing stone. The monkey's paw. They keep the saying it's, paw. It's, it's literally As they a monkey's literally paw. Literally saying the film, the monkey's yeah. paw. Yeah. And that's like the the main plot contrivance. And then Donald Trump wishes to become the monkey's paw, but that's almost irrelevant to to this problem. The problem is that Gal Gadot wishes that Chris Pine would come back from the dead, basically, and he does. Except he doesn't just appear; he takes over another guy's body. Who has yes. like his own he's just some guy who's, some random engineer yeah yeah some random engineer guy who's by all you know knowledge like a perfectly decent person and and there's so many problems with that they never ever address like what happens to him is he like unconscious is he dead what happens if they dead? never undo their wish is he just gone forever and they never like they mention it once and then it's gone and then like, okay, she sleeps with him, <laughs> right? Yes, mm-hmm. that's yeah. the implication. <laughs> that happened. So, so, so who did they put in his body? Uh, her, her old love interest, uh, Chris Pine. Okay, gets, gets this guy's body instead of just appearing from back from the dead. He takes over somebody's body. 
And she's like, oh my god, Chris Pine, you're back. This is the best. And then she immediately sleeps with him. And I'm thinking, isn't this rape? <laughs> isn't this just straight up rape? Uh, I mean, he wasn't like, there that's his in body. his body. No, that's right? his body. Like, like, we're getting, like, superimposed Chris Pine, but that's his body, dead ass. And, like, he's either dead or unconscious, and she's... That's, like, at minimum rape. <laughs> right? Mm. It was so uncomfortable. This is something I have not considered. <laughs> I have not, this is, like, cyberpunk levels, you know? This is in the future. We need an altered carbon expert. But it's, like, it's not, like, a digital bot, like, a robot body. That's his, that's his real-ass body. <laughs> she sleeps with him. And you're like, bro, you're like, you have seen his penis now. <laughs> mm, that's a good question. You know, I guess because he doesn't have a cortical stack and he can't swap between bodies, I would assume, yes, Barry, you are correct in that. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, what's Joe, Joe oh, no. oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. I didn't think of that. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of... Like, it was so distracting. I couldn't concentrate Chris for the Pine, rest I was like, of oh, it's just Chris Pine. You know, it's not something I really thought about. <laughs> well, they make it a point to show you that it's still that guy's body, even though they're just showing yeah, you. Yeah, they show him in the mirror. But I, I like more than that, like, or not more than that. In addition to that, it's just like they're okay with screwing this guy over because like, his, his life is gone as long as they have the wish, right? And they're like, yeah, just screw him, man. Just screw him. Just take his life, take his body. But we don't know where we don't know where he is. He could be in hell, <laughs> like like space hell. Like I don't know space hell. Yeah, yeah. He has no idea. Like like they they show him at the end of the film, and it's so uncomfortable. Like he's like, huh? I feel weird. I don't. I feel like I've lost track of a lot of time. And she's smiling at him, and I'm like, bro, you have seen his penis. <laughs> she's just smiling uh, at him. I'm like, oh, oh, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, well, that's just, a whole distract- new implication to the film that I had not previously thought of. Yeah, right. Wait, it is distracted this the me for the whole why you said the movie. film was genius, Barry, because it dwells into questions like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> no, okay. that would be the opposite of genius. Okay. That's like okay. that's this writing technique where you take a problem and you and you like write it on a post-it note and you put it on the whiteboard, but then the script is done and you don't want to revise it, so you just take it off the whiteboard. You're like, like why? You're like, and not enough why? people will question it that it's fine. Yeah, it's like nobody's yeah. gonna question this. He's he's Chris Pine. He's handsome. Is and his Gal Gadot. She's super hot. Who cares if she sleeps with this guy without his consent? It's fine. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. <laughs> I really wonder if someone's written commentary about this. Oh, I'm, like, sure. I'm genuinely curious if people have thought about this implication as well. We're first. No, never existed. No, I'm 100% this is a, sure. Purely original uh, thought. I gotta look up some literature after this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so in your face and they just don't uh, address it you're right i never i didn't think of it that way like all the men in this movie on this movie are sleazeballs but like wonder woman is the one that raped a guy <laughs> like mm. they can't take that back now that's something that happened <laughs> oh okay I'm, I'm gonna i need a drink i need it okay. <laughs> i need a drink <laughs> fair enough i'll explain the premise to Karu. The whole gist of the movie, the, the source of conflict, is that this uh, Pedro Pascal wishes to become the Wishing Stone, and the reason why he does that is he can, he can touch people, and then when they wish for something, he can decide what to take from them in exchange for that wish. Because that's, that's what the stone did, and now he is the stone, so he decides what he gets to take or not. 
so and he's a he's a rock or like what? No, no he's he's a living person. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big one. He does not I become the actual as well. rock. I was like, he could have literally turned into a rock. Yeah, he, he didn't know what that meant. Yeah, Alequin said the same thing. He was complaining like, why did? What if he turned into a rock? You know? What if he just became a statue? You know? Yeah, so, so many questions unanswered. But anyways, you know, so it's a this plot movie is so it's it's like Aladdin. Basically, it's like kind Aladdin. of yeah yeah kind of so so he's going around and he and every time someone makes a wish, he takes something from them. Because he wants to become successful, because he's a failure, and he wants to become uh, like number one, and then in doing so, though, every time he makes a wish, though, it degrades his health. So then, what he does is he just takes health from other people. And the end of the movie, uh, no joke, is that there's a satellite system with particles beaming down on the planet, and he just inserts himself into the beam, so he's quote unquote touching everyone. And then he's like, make a wish, everyone. And then he just takes away all their health. And then Gal Gadot uses the lasso and then just lassos him. And then she's like, oh, you gotta give us a long speech about how the truth is beautiful. And everyone, you know, gives their wish back. And that's the end of the movie. No right. joke. Anyways, going into Dude, it. Dude, she's, she's throwing up those 18-pound weights, though. Impressed by yeah. that? Oh, like, this isn't her first time at the gym. Oh, oh, I, guess oh I don't buy this at all. Look at this, dude. Yeah. That what is that? Like forty pounds? Probably like a yeah, forty. Crystal Wake did a, did a fantastic job. I think like Crystal Wake was one of the better parts of this. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, she like, right. I saw Kristen Wiig. I was like, they're gonna make her hot. I was like, she's wearing the glasses. <laughs> she's gonna be hot by the end of this yeah, film. Yeah, yep. You just has it. to be done. But is she a Wonder Woman? What are those? No, she's plates? she's Cheetah. She's Cat Lady. She's cat she becomes lady. she becomes cats the movie. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking too. <laughs> right. She becomes an actual cat later. Uh, is that why they chose Kristen Wiig? So like all her personalities become an individual cat. Yes. Uh, yes. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Sure. Right. That's the one way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. One of the biggest problems I had with this, with the writing in the film, is that it's so condescending to the viewer. That it just blew my mind because instead of, for a movie, like when you have a scene, you you want a little bit to make things very clear to the viewer what's happening. But you want to spend most of the time, you know, driving home some important point or something entertaining. But most of the movie, from what I saw, was the movie telling you what's happening. So one example is when Kristen Wiig is first introduced. She's like, oh, high heels are so hard to walk in. And she's just tripping all over the place, and she's dropping everything. And then later, she wishes to become like Wonder Woman, so she's like super athletic. And then there's a scene where there's like a janitor, and the floor is wet, and she just jumps up onto a bench. The camera zooms in onto her feet, and then she jumps back down. And then at that point, the viewer should understand that oh, she she can walk in high heels now. And then and then the which dude, makes her a better person. Yeah, which makes her a better person. And then the dude, the janitor, is like, oh, it's such a good thing that you're good in high heels, otherwise you would have tripped and fallen there. And I was like, bro, you don't need to, like, reemphasize what the point is. Why, why do you do this? Like, it happens everywhere. It, it happens so many times. It happens with the wishing stone where they had this dumb wind blowing in every time there was, like, a wish being made or something <laughs> magical. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, and then the dude touches the stone and is like, I wish I could have a coffee. And then he gets a coffee, right? So then you should have stopped it there because then 
It could have been like, oh, was this is this real or not? Is this working? And then it shows the watch that's, you know, Chris Pine's watch that she has and it starts moving again. And I'm like, you are wasting so much time just telling me what's going on. I feel like the on. reveal could have been so much stronger, too, if you don't give as many hints. Exactly. Just, you know? just like, leave enough space for doubt. And then when he comes in, you're like, is this real? Like, is this someone playing a prank on her? Is this a villain? And then, no, it's Chris Pine. You're like, oh, it worked. And then you're like, what are the implications of this, right? But it just, I don't know. Maybe that was just me, but I... I it just it spent all this time telling you what's happening as opposed to like a story well i mean as the movie currently rolls through its male fashion show of the 80s it doesn't really strike me that it's going for deep philosophical depth oh that's exactly what it's going for it's trying to <laughs> it's trying to pontificate at the audience that truth and not cheating are the most important things. It's just because like, they look at the camera and tell you that that's what the movie is about at the exactly, beginning, at the, the beginning, and at the end. I mean, is it a commentary yeah. on the on how fast fashion has become the downfall of the planet? No, oh, the entire movie yes, is an indictment. The movie is extremely against, intelligent. Yes, it's intelligent. Every scene is truly bringing up controversial statements about society and what life is like, and how we are falling behind and. I don't how know, good man. fanny packs the are, you know, like fanny dumb. packs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Were there escalators in the 80s? Yes. That's a good question. There were not escalators yes. in 1916. But... I did look up the breakdancing, though. I was like, was there breakdancing in the 80s? And it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. really. I knew that the scene didn't really take off until like the mid to late 80s, beginning of the 90s. And I thought that most of the scene was like in the LA area and like I'm pretty the sure there were trains in World War One though. I think that was still a thing. <laughs> that one was funny to me. Yeah. Oh, speaking of dumb stuff, uh by the way, one woman in this movie, she lassos a bullet. She lassos a lightning dude. Let's not the, get the into missile? the super she, dumb no, superstars. I, I wrote a list. I have a list, right? I I wrote down lightning, she lassos lightning. She yep. also lassos a rocket. She yep. lassos an airplane. And then finally, she lassos air itself. She is the airbender. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Wonder that lasso is like infinitely airbender. long. Because she like lassos lightning, like not lightning, but like a cloud or something. For like, or, or an airplane. No, it was an airplane from the ground. She Yeah, she lassoed an airplane. I don't know what the operating flight envelope of a 747 is, but it's pretty high. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that too. I was like, how long can this lasso extend? Could it, in theory, wrap around the entire globe? Maybe well, the moon. Well, <laughs> since lasso uh, the, moon. the lasso is powered by truth, I would say it's infinite, right? <laughs> we will steal the moon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you're if you if you are complaining about the physics, you should see her lasso everything else in this movie. Oh yeah, when she does it's the incredible. helicopter lasso and she blocks all the bullets. Fantastic. Uh, she lassoes air and she she flies by lassoing air. So that's like the the Superman retcon where he flies by jumping really hard. Yeah, that's kind of it's kind of like that, but with a lasso. Yeah, it okay. reminded me of like Thor, just spins the hammer. <laughs> she had to be careful of that. I mean, look how uh, look how what's his face ended up. You know the Icarus? original Superman. No, Icarus. the original Superman. He's like 
The original Superman? What, in a wheelchair? Yeah, the, in the wheelchair. <laughs> oh, what? God. Superman ended in a wheelchair? When? Yeah, well, Christopher Reeves, dude. Yeah. Oh, Christopher Reeves? Yeah. I, thought, I thought you meant like actual Superman. Like, oh, he is actual God. Superman. What are you telling me? Like all the actors <laughs> right, are never actual right, Superman? Right. It's obviously Christopher Reeves. You're right, you're right. Speaking of Christopher Reeves, this whole yeah. movie felt like a throwback to like Richard Donner, Superman. Like the mm-hmm. 70s, 80s era superhero movies. Like it felt like that was what they were going for. Except like movies have evolved and people's tastes have changed in the last uh 40 years yep (laughs) um and like you know people understand superhero movies now so you don't have to hold their hand you know there's only been like what 40 marvel movies like people get it like oh he can he can lift a car and he can fly oh my god we don't have to stop the movie to explain that to us we kind of get it now <laughs> after so many movies. I was thinking, what if she did fly too close to the sun? Would her lasso melt? Can she lasso the sun itself? But what's the lasso made out of? It's made out of truth itself. It's made out of truth. Mm. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> yeah, it's it's powered by truth. Sorry, we don't know what it's made of, but it's powered by truth. Ah, uh, yes. I'm glad, though, that in this film, they didn't immediately resort to the god thing. And I was like, oh my, if another god shows up, I'm, I'm done. I can't watch this movie. Yeah. What if it's, it's Mars again with that lovely mustache? Ah, uh, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. <sighs> no, instead they have, like, a voodoo guy uh, explain the script to them. And then tell them that they have to find this thing. And that they Wait. have to go to Egypt. Who, who let this guy in the fighter jet? Is he just stealing it? Yeah, they yeah, just steal a fighter jet. Let's, okay, let's take you... a moment here. Because they have Wait. to go to Egypt. And, okay. and <laughs> the problem is that Chris Pine is occupying this guy's body. They're like, oh, we gotta go to Egypt. Oh, well, I don't have a passport. Well, how do you know that? <laughs> they never checked to see if he had a passport or not. So their solution is to steal a fighter jet from the Smithsonian. Now, there's, I don't know. If... That's just straightforward. I mean, that's probably how I would go about that doing it. That seems logical to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's perfectly. I would that's also exactly. take a similar course of action. Just kidding. <laughs> Please too. don't ban me from any flights. <laughs> oh, oh. Yes. <laughs> stealing, stealing a fighter jet from the Smithsonian is definitely the easiest route. Let's not try to, you know, forge... A passport or uh i don't know take a boat <laughs> take a boat they don't have time for that barry they don't have time <laughs> humanity is at stake it's once the 80s again. right i mean do you even need a passport for the 80s isn't it just oh, like a, right. piece, a piece of paper with your face on it i'm pretty sure you could draw it with a pen and it would <laughs> by it. right but yeah, you can just you can just go to the Smithsonian and steal a fully fueled and recently maintenance fighter jet off of yeah, the runway like, that they apparently have. I was like, why does this plane have fuel in it? Yeah, I'm impressed by the Smithsonian's arsenal. Yeah, they have yeah. Uh, very impressive equipment, um, live production <laughs> fighter jets that are uh, have side by side seating, which has only been present in a single actual real jet fighter. Wait, somebody really ought to have told Will Smith this back in Independence Day. <laughs> yeah, you just, just go to the Smithsonian. They have fighter yeah. jets, dude. Yeah, bro. 
It's fine. Oh, and and the worst part is, to top it off, they have radar, so then they have to get around the radar, and then she can magically make, make things disappear, like invisible, and then they never reference that again. Isn't that like a callback to the comics? With her I, I guess invisible plane. Yeah, the invisible jet is a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like a callback to the comics. I think I, I get that, but in the context of this film, it's not needed, and it just fell out of place. I'm not sure if this was a studio directive or if it was just like something they felt they should put into the script. It feels like something they had to write around. She's doing her voodoo, and she's like yeah. invisible. She has magic, which should make stuff invisible. And that'll never come up again, even if it's incredibly strategically useful to be invisible. Yes, that's what I was saying. Like, that's the whole point. Like, she can make stuff invisible, then that is a really handy thing to do that would have helped her get by a lot of these situations. But no, they never talk about it again. Plus, there's there's a there's a staffed control dollar with, tower with active radar at the Smithsonian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. They're just there 24-7 on a runway that's not supposed to have planes on it. <laughs> so, like, like the main problem that I have is not these, not these like, l- leaps of logic that you have to make. It's more like they're introducing elements into the film that don't contribute at all. Like, okay, I don't care if she has an invisible jet. I don't care if they go to the Smithsonian. Maybe they just need a plot device to go there. It wasn't even needed. You know, like, this part, there's no point for this. Like, there's no, like, the invisibility doesn't come in play. Like, him flying a plane doesn't come into play again. Like, it, it's just. It's a nice visual. When they go by nice the fireworks, visual. you know, it's a nice visual. And, and I guess they needed the scene, because then he just tells her that, oh, you just feel the air. And then she uses that later to fly through the air by lassoing it. Oh, yes. That's exactly yes. what was stopping me Wait, from hold being on. able to fly. Really quick. <laughs> It's 4th of July here, right? Yeah. Which they just sort of mention. And then at the end of the movie, it's Christmas. Uh, you know, it's uh, fine. It's fine. No, it's fine. they're assuming we're, we're time gonna is fast. On. We're going to move on. We're going to move someone on. Someone wished for Christmas. That's, that's it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I wish it was Christmas. No, someone wished it was 4th of July. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Any problem can be solved by saying I wished for it there. Ah, done. Easiest plot done. device ever created. Oh man, she's being mean. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. The crap out of some guy. This yeah. guy was a hit, like being a sleazebag to her. So her wish was to become like Wonder Woman, um, and it cost her her kindness and empathy. So, so who, what, what exactly chooses prior to the guy making a conscious physical choice? Like, if I hold the stone and I wish for infinite beer, the stone decides. Like the the, the stone chooses. Like yes. what's, I mean, is there some mystical trade-off written in, you know, blood and Latin from no, Roman times? No. Or like, the stone just takes something from you. Like what's it, what's it going to take from me? If it's just a stone, it'll take, randomly take something that you've, your most valued thing, it will take from you. If it's Donald Trump as the stone, he can choose what he takes from you. Yes. So you wish on him and he's like, okay, I grant you, you know, whatever, and that, well, like a 20 inch long and in return, I will get all of your money. So what did the stone take from him? From him? Yeah. Uh, presumably his health. Yeah. Yeah, his health. But then he just yanked it back? Yeah, uh, he yeah, just yeah, yanked yes. it back. And then once he had the powers of the stone, he just took it back, yeah. That's pretty clever, I guess. I guess. I mean, you know, seems like 
worked out for him. Yeah. Do you know what I thought yeah, was? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, do you know what I thought was really funny? It's like uh, when Kristen Wiig, Barbara, when she's getting more and more evil, right? She has like this black eyeliner. <laughs> yeah, it's more and more black eyeliner. Yeah, and it gets like more and more as time goes on. I was like, wow, I really couldn't tell that she was becoming a terrible person. Thank right, you for that visual. That yeah. clearly explains it to me in very easy kindergarten terms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More black eyeliner it means you're more evil. Man, Batman must be so evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about Johnny Depp? Jack Sparrow. He got the eyeliner. Sorry, it's not eyeliner, it's eyeliner. So that, that doesn't count, right? Yeah, but he's already an anti-hero. You know, that's, that's the point, Sam. Oh, that's the point. Yeah, all right, yeah. all right. Actually, wait, you do have a point. Batman is sort of like an anti-hero with the, with the eyeliner, if he's wearing eyeliner. Oh. Is he? Yeah. Depends on which Batman, right? Depends. Did, uh... Was there a Batman who had eyeliner that was good, like, the entire time? Um... That's a great question. No idea. We need- <laughs> yeah, no idea. No idea. We need to figure. We need to. We need to find this out for science. For science. Oh my gosh! This is the part where we do go through like the wish gobbledygook. Yeah. Yeah. They they spend so much time just going around hunting for wishes. I yeah. I wrote yeah. down the timestamps, and this is why the movie's too long. Uh, the first eleven minutes were. Oh, lies bad, truth good, and then from 11 minutes to about an hour, oh, the magic stone can grant wishes, and then from about an hour to 90 minutes, the magic stone is bad, (laughs) and then from 90 minutes to about the end of the movie, it's basically the end times and the end fight scene, so... See, look, this wall comes out of nowhere. Whoa, yeah, what happened? That car is on that wall. What you doing there? Yeah, the guy wished for like his own nation or whatever. Yeah, he right? he wished for everyone else to be kept out too. So the yeah. wall popped up. Or didn't he say something about like people returning back to their land? And I was like, is this a jab at Israel? Is it, is this like a? I I don't know. I felt like there was some possible Israeli connection there. I, yeah, I, I yeah. got I got that vibe too. Yeah, I just didn't know what message they were trying to explicitly state. But I do know that Gal Gadot served in the IDF, and she's yep, yep an Israeli. So, yeah, her I was just wondering a, what that implication her was. Grandfather on her mother's side is a Holocaust survivor. Oh damn! So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. There's weird implications all over this movie that are kind of half thought out. Yeah, that don't get completely flushed out. Oh, then out. there's this part where the plot falls into their laps. <laughs> Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> they come to Egypt to look for the stone, and they just literally drive by the mother road. <laughs> <laughs> Egypt is a fairly large country. There's a lot of stuff in Egypt. <laughs> they just drive past them. Uh, and this is one of the worst-looking action sequences coming up ever. Yeah. Ever. Why did the action sequences feel so... I don't know, just... They felt so underwhelming compared to, like, the last film. I feel like the action set pieces were so much better in the last film. Part of it's how it's shot? I don't know. I, I just can't. There's... Was it sh- shot during COVID? Is that why? Were they limited? No, this, ah. the, this film was done way before No, COVID. no, no. This film, 
was shot much before that. So they have no excuse then. <laughs> they had the COVID gave them extra time to like re-edit or do reshoots. The only explanation I can think of is like they used, yeah, maybe a different fight choreographer. They used a different stunt director. I think maybe different second unit. Like that's the only explanation like right here, I can possibly shot, think this of. This shot. What is this? What is this? What is this? Oh what god, is this? I love that shot. It's so funny. So it's obviously a green screen, but the no, problem that she I had. Film. Oh, it's shot on film. <laughs> Anyways, why did she need to change her outfit to fight them? <laughs> you know, it was warm out. Okay, it yeah, was warm out. It yeah, if she can't move. Yeah. It's not as breathable. Let's take a moment. Let's take a look at what this, what her armor looks like, really quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Okay. Here's her. Here's her outfit right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This like white cotton or linen thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Now let's take a look at her armor when she gets into her armor. Okay. Look at this. Yeah. All right. Now let's see her. Let's see her get into her armor. Here we go. Here we go. All right. White cotton, f- loose fitting, I guess, but like yeah, not not like translucent. baggy. Yeah. Not bit. really baggy or anything. Mm-hmm. Wait. Here we go. I mean, does she physically change, or when she manifests yeah, phys- her powers, does it go... No, oh. it's underneath her clothes. It's supposed to be underneath her clothes. Like, all the time? Yeah, it's not like yeah, a flash like where she pulls it out of goes fast. Look, here, here it's just... <laughs> it's just there. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I need to buy tearaway pants like that, man. Yeah. She just amazing. tears off her clothes, and it's right there. Like, it's right no. There. No. No. <laughs> and it's made of adamantium or something? No. So super yeah. flexible? Sure. No, she's she's the bulletproof person. Or her, her no, armor. she's not. Bullet- she's. I don't think they ever really established that for her. Well, she can get hurt, but she doesn't. But she heals extremely quickly. That's like one of her powers, right? She's charging a fifty cal machine gun, so it's. I mean, <laughs> presumably she has some. No, she lassoes the bullet. Thing. She lassoes that lasso. instead of whipping it away, which would make more sense. She lassoes yep. the bullet. She is the next Indiana Jones. Well, to save her true love. <laughs> You're right, you're right. In the name of true love, anything is possible. <laughs> oh, Karu, you, you know the movie so well. <laughs> we missed this no, it's, it's, truth. It's a script as old as time. Oh man, this scene was so funny when she's just shoving the truck <laughs> right. along the road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and this guy, instead of like shooting like the tire or trying to shoot at her, he's just shooting at the boxes and like all, like, all the boxes. And then he gets rammed, and then he's like, oh, gee, I wonder how this happened. Oh, but she's a sweet skateboarder. Look at that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That. She's a better oh, snowboarder yeah. than I am. Yeah, this is like throwback to Indiana Jones, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm is, telling you guys, she's Indiana Raiders. Jones. <laughs> so does it whip burn people? Like, what? I don't, like, no. what was, did that guy lie it, to somebody? It, it makes them tell the truth. No, it's just, it just works like a whip, but it's also... She's just got- she got hit by a bullet there. She got hit yeah. by a bullet because the things she traded for her wish were her powers. Unless it's inconvenient to the plot. Wait, she has no powers right now? It's weakening. Which doesn't make uh, sense because I would figure that she would lose it right away as opposed to like it waning over time. I guess, man. I think if I got shot through and through on the clavicle right there, I don't think I'd be able to use my arm to hold on to do a pretty intense like, you know. Oh, don't worry. It gets better. Gets better. He is stomping out a machine better. gun for some reason on a tank, and that's supposed to do something. <laughs> Look, now those guys shoot the tires. Like I don't understand why. Why couldn't a guy before him shoot the tires? You know, uh, plot convenience. Plot convenience. You're right. Whoa. That yeah, was she dope. kicks the car. Uh, she flies yeah. up. 
So what powers doesn't she have? I'm. I... She's basically really, like just really super powered. You. Really can tell you. The yeah. script said that she's supposed to be injured here. That's that's the power. <laughs> she's injured. You see the blood. Yeah. 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 She's yeah. like, oh no, I'm losing my powers. That's the whole point for this scene here. He's like, this is not the way. <laughs> this is not the way. This is not the yeah. way. <laughs> Man, that was a big gun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a 50 cal machine gun, and that would go straight through a truck. A truck would do almost nothing to slow that that round down. Yeah, uh, I mean, right. even an armored tank at that range, probably. If if World of Tanks taught me anything. <laughs> Potentially. Uh, I certainly wouldn't want to test it out. Yeah, yeah. Well, get getting your leg presses in for the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Don't skip yeah. leg day, you know? Oh, here we go. My favorite part. Look at this. Yeah, the power vector is very inconsistent. <laughs> oh, he's driving it. Oh, he got the tank. That's cool. He got yeah, the tank, he got the tank. So they're trying to squish her. And now, and now there are other children playing. On oh the road. no! This part looks so bad. There are children in the road, and the tanks, oh. like the vehicles, are going straight full speed, and they're oh, here in we go. Risk of being hit. Yep. Oh, the old rocket lasso, uh, man! Yes. Oh my god, oh, this is yeah. so amazing. Oh, this is so bad. I don't. I, I, I paused like, the movie right here. I paused it right here. <laughs> I just lost. She lassos the rocket and launches forward somehow. Uh, but we already established that inertia wasn't a thing. So yeah, it's not. It's yeah, not inertia and momentum, momentum don't inertia, apply here. Conservation of energy. Oh, I mean, her car. Look at this. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, oh, it looks oh, so oh, bad oh, here. Oh, See, but this God. is a, so. What you know? What this is, guys? She would have broken like twenty of those kids' bones yeah. right there. <laughs> that speed she was moving at. Yeah. This is a callback to the intro scene of the movie. You know that initial eleven yeah, minutes where yeah. she was a massive cheater because what she really should have done is lasso the soccer ball to score the goal, but instead she t- <laughs> takes out the opposing team. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're Look absolutely right Robin. there. Oh, Who's God. in this tank? Is that the guy? Yeah, Steve Trevor. Oh, okay. That's uh, Chris Pine. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk, coming to save the day once again. That's a sweet tank drift, though. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Let's we'll see right. what these obvious mannequins... Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, the mannequins were... I was like, that's that's two dolls just tied. <laughs> They're just yeah. not moving for like five seconds. It's really funny. I think it's funny how, like, in the first film, obviously Chris Pine, his whole role is just to be the damsel in distress, you know? For some reason, they kind of walk that back in this movie. And it's like him constantly saving her. Yeah. I was yeah. kind of confused by that. Because if if the first movie is like this huge statement of like the strength of feminism, women are independent, they're powerful, they're strong. But then in this movie, you're kind of walking that back. That just confuses me. Oh, I yeah, right? I wanted to. Yeah, the, it's not only that, too. It's something weird here where I wanted to build on that, where the whole, like, there's a theme there. You're absolutely right, because she's, like, winking at the little girls in the mall scene. It's like, you can be strong like me, too, because we're girls. And that's kind of like the thing. And that's a good message. But then the weird thing, I think more stark than Chris Pine here, is that Kristen Wiig is supposed to be kind of like the, the foil or the, you're comparing her yeah, to Wonder yeah. Woman. And she took the wrong path by wishing for a shortcut. And if the message is that you're strong because you're just a human being, it doesn't matter what gender you are, then why? what happens to Kristen Wiig's character? Because the opposite happens. She is strong because of the wish. 
And then instead of her having like a redeeming arc where she realizes she doesn't need those powers to be special because she's special just by being herself, uh, instead she turns into a cat lady and then at the end, I guess she gives her a wish and then it's just, that's it. <laughs> so like, what, what happened to her? Like, what, what's the message here? Like, what are you, you're contradicting all these things that you established in the first movie and then you kind of introduce in this one, and then you just poop all over it. Well, they make a point to tell the audience that the Wishing Stone took away her empathy and her kindness. So it took away her agency and her ability to undo her own wish. So she she no longer, no longer has the qualities that would allow her yeah, to reject yeah. it. So the whole... It's all gobbledygook now it doesn't matter right? yeah, i'm yeah. just saying like it should have been like she realizes before all the empathy is gone that oh i don't need this i don't need this anymore and instead it's just all over the place there's no one theme or message or you know emotional note that they want to hang on to it's all over the place it's like the two cold opens it's like these two different themes like it just, just nothing fits with this movie it's just a mess. Yeah, I don't know. I think her. I think Kristen Wiig's biggest mistake was wishing to become Cats the movie. That's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a big mistake. Oh um, my god! But the the thing is, how did she make a second wish? Was it because she wished on the stone, and then she can make a separate wish on on the Mandalorian? Is that it? Is that how it works? Pedro Pascal's like, um, I'll give you a second wish. She's yeah, like, I want yeah, to be Cats, like, and he's like, Are you really sure about that? <laughs> Okay. Uh, the, the most important question, though, does does she have a butthole or not? As in cat form, <laughs> is this the butthole cut? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I don't think it's the butthole cut. Oh yeah, here's here's the part where they have a guy show up in the movie to tell them the script. Yes, yes. the Mayan. To the Mayan. He's like, hey, hey guys, hang on, let me pull out the script for you. Give me a minute. Crew, <laughs> did you know the Mayans were wiped out because they wished upon the wishing stone too many times, and then society ended? And society fell as a result yes. of them wanting too much. Yes, yep. here's the script, guys. It was written 5,000 years ago. <laughs> Which is why it feels ancient. You <laughs> uh, just literally have a page open. Here's the part where I tell you the, the resolution of the script. <laughs> Basically, oh, for, uh, for the world to not end, people have to give up their wishes or you gotta destroy the stone which destroys all the wishes anyways yeah do you do you get your stuff back like is it is there a return policy in place yes yeah basically you have to call backsies and yeah. then the stone's like all right <laughs> 90 days <laughs> yeah. i mean that seems fine yeah you know what? i would totally make a wish and then like 30 days later i'll be like all right i'm done yeah i'm done can i have everything back i'd be 100 percent on board with that <laughs> Yeah, so I want to be Superman for thirty days. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's a that's a that's a fair point. But what would your actual wish be? Um, you know, what? I would probably wish. You know what? If you if you're in position of the possession of the wish stone, you'd be like, okay, I wish for a billion dollars, and then you enjoy that for a bit, and then you just reject your wish, and then you like wait a week, and then you just wish for a billion dollars again, <laughs> and then you wait thirty days, <laughs> and you reject your wish again. <laughs> Yeah, but don't you lose the thing every time, though? Your most valuable thing? Yeah, but then you get it back when you reject your wish, right? Yeah, do you? 
Yeah, you oh, do. Yes, that's the question. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah, do. you do. You do. The movie is that okay. like this is the part where they're reading out of the script and telling them exactly how that works. He's like, you get everything back when you renounce your wish or destroy the wishing stone. The craziest part to me about this ending, though, is just like every single person has to renounce their wish, right? Yeah, yes. no way that happens. Like, no way yeah. that happens. No way. No way that happens. Like, sure, it's like a. If we're saying that this is a kids movie, it's like a nice, happy little ending. Like humanity is good, and we need to fight for our fellow man, woman, and child because the world and everything in life is precious, and we shouldn't take what we have for granted. We shouldn't want more than we already have. But it just doesn't happen. The real world doesn't work like that, you know. No, it does not. It's okay. It's not the point of the movie. The point of the movie is lies <sighs> are bad, so obviously no one's going to lie and cheat anymore, right? Because no one's supposed to. The yeah. movie's telling us what we're supposed to do, just like it's telling us what the scenes are doing. That's why I kind of, I don't know. Did you guys figure out that uh, this is a D- Donald Trump pastiche? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did yeah. you figure that out? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Have you figured that out? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, like... Like a movie will let you feel and decide for yourself. This movie does not do that. And that's why a lot of people thought it was kind of poor. Because like, if you don't agree with it, then if you're telling me something and like, this is what you have to think. And I'm like, I don't think that way. Then there's a a clear conflict you have with the film. Whereas a lot more intelligent and well done films will give you a question as opposed to this is the solution. It makes you ask questions and you think about it. Did the movie make me think about something, or did the movie make me feel about something? And if it doesn't... This film definitely made me feel something. (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. That's why I'm recommending it to everybody. Everybody should watch it. Where where is I'm I'm just wondering Barry where is the part that you said that this was an amazing film? Yeah, I would like to know. I'm curious. Oh, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Oh, we're already like an hour in, so... Are we already an hour in? Okay, yeah. before we get to that moment, I would like to talk about one shot. Okay. okay. One one editing and shot choice. Right here. Right here. Where Wonder Woman is at her lowest point. It's at the end of the second act. Yep. She lost her fight with Kristen Wiig, and she realizes she has to reject her wish for Chris Pine, and has to let go of Chris Pine or whatever. And this is a super dramatic moment. She's like, I don't want to let you go. And he's like, no, you gotta let me go. You know, your wish. Oh, no. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) this goddamn shot. Oh, my God. This moment lasts for so long. Right here. Okay, she kisses him. Kind of. Weird kiss. Here we go. Strange kiss. Yeah, weird kiss. Yeah. This is like the climax of the film, right? Right here. And then she just walks away. And he's just out of the shot. And then just like the ADR, some guy saying, I'll never forget you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, What is this? What is this edit? I have issues with that, too, because like... It's so awkward. She can't win without her powers. But like that, just that shot. And he's just like, he's just gone. He's He's just just gone. gone. I feel like there was such a little buildup to that moment, too. You know, there's no... You need to have like a decent amount of time for... Even just the audience to process, like, oh, she's been beaten down, like, yeah. she's depressed, you know? You gotta have your character go through the depths of hell, the lowest lows. They, they spent too much time on the cold opens, you know? And it was just like, oh, <laughs> this is it? Okay, see ya. And then she's gone, and suddenly oh, I can she fly, la- And then the she wrestles the airplane, because <laughs> she's angry. And by the way, after this sequence, where she's flying around, she goes back to her apartment, which is like three blocks away. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, Not only that, but like you know how Maxwell Lord is in his office, and then he has to drive to the White House. And the end of the movie is he's in the White House, and his son is in his office, and then they meet by walking. No, he just runs out of the woods, dude. His son just runs out of the I woods. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was in the office building the entire time and just runs out for a few seconds and then just magically poops out of the woods in front of the White House. I'm like, ah. Oh. It would have been cool if they dropped your ad in an airplane to film this. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like this month. <laughs> She's actually flying. <laughs> with, no, with no parachute <laughs> or a green parachute so you can uh, green I mean, screen. No, you can do like the, you know, the, the little white buttons on the... Yeah, you could just do the quick little mustache edit. It's all good, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. What? What's mustache edit? In, um... She just lasso a cloud? Is that what just happened? Yeah, yeah. she lasso the air and the cloud. She lassoes lightning later, you should just see that. Uh, the mustache edit is... Which Superman was that? Justice League. Oh, was that Bat... Justice, Justice League? League? Justice oh, League. yeah, Justice League. Yeah, yeah. So he had a mustache for another movie. I forgot which Mission one. Impossible. Mission Impossible. Yeah, Mission yeah. Impossible. Contractually obliged to have a mustache. Yeah, so they spent like a few million dollars having some poor interns having to edit out every single frame of his mustache. Yeah, and it looks terrible. Like It's in like the seven million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Botox lips, like super rubbery. It was terrible. <laughs> He looks bad, man. That guy's <laughs> the guy has some cancer or something. Yeah, he, he does. should yeah. get on with that eyeliner. It would look better yeah, on him, I think. You're right. <laughs> you kind of wash out that that huge varicose vein on his face. You're yeah. Where's this, where's this eyeliner? Yeah, look at that, that eyeliner, dude. Yeah, yeah it All gets more eyeliner. and more intense every scene. So much eyeliner. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it looks great. Uh, I think she looks super cute with it. Oh, it's like Anakin. It's like Anakin. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like Anakin. I just made the connection. Not oh just my god! The men, You're right. The woman you know, I'm and completely the 100 behind this decision now. I've changed my mind. I think it's just a part of the human condition. Like that's just what happens when you turn actual evil. Yeah. It's, You're right. It's, until this point, in modern day society is so cush that we don't we don't see actual evil, and so we need <laughs> we need uh, you know Island. literature, and we need yeah well. Well, you know, uh, media like this to show us what happens so we know through media when we see it. You're right. Sorry, guys, the animals just attacked each other. There was some, like, minor evil going on in my household Mm. just now. Are they wearing eyeliner? That's the real question, though. Yeah, you know, one of my cats, his eyes have been getting darker. I don't know what the deal is. gotta watch out for that. You may turn to the dark side soon. You should watch out. Yeah, no, it's fine. He and I I get along great. It's just, you know, everybody else. Mm. Okay. All right, so here's the moment. This is the moment, all right? Mm-hmm. End of the film. <clears throat> Finale. Uh, really quick, um, Wonder Woman fights cats the movie. Yep. And it looks, it looks based, it's literally just cats. Let's not, and it's and the color palette has changed, and the color saturation has changed because they know that it looks like dog shit. Well, cat shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't want to show it in full light. So they just, they just dim everything down and like crush the saturation. Uh, also, the armor like, did nothing. It's fine. Nobody will notice. Like the so explain the DCEU solution. So now she's cats in the movie. Yeah. Explain oh, these costumes to me. Okay, so the entire point of this costume was established in the first 11 minutes of the movie. That's why there was the first... This is like... The Amazonian's greatest warrior, uh, who is Linda Carter, who has a um, cameo at the end of this film, the original Wonder Woman, and that that's that's it. You don't know, you don't need anything else. That's literally it. No, it's fighting against men because 
the Amazonians, they donated all the armor to one lady. Uh, yeah, they're so fighting like, fighting against the slavers. The, no, they were fighting against Sparta. Yeah, I mean they were they were trying to enslave them, so they're like, so she stayed behind, and she's just literally standing there with the wings as a shield, while there's like a bunch of dudes trying to kill her, and I'm like, I don't see how this is gonna work. Uh, it's just one person, and they could just run past her and enslave the rest of the Amazonians if if they wanted to. You know, <laughs> like I thought. Let's be would... real. This is for merchandising. That's it. Yeah, That's, yeah. For the trailer. <laughs> And then, she, and then she just gets her wings ripped off, and I'm like, "What is the point of this armor? It doesn't work. I don't understand." Yeah, she's supposed to be able to fly. I mean, this is like. Uh, I mean, she can fly already, so it's you know. <laughs> I mean, she looks like Hawk Girl, which is another Hawkeye, Hawk Girl, Falcon, Falcon, no, it's Hawk Girl, oh. who is a DC. Well, what's the Rick and Morty she's character? A... Bird, Birdman, Bird person, Bird person. So yes. this is Bird person's consort. Is that yeah. what we're seeing? Mrs. Bird Person, yeah. No, it's still it's still Bird Person, right? I'm just I, I don't know specific. You don't have to throw you don't have to throw a pronoun on there, man. You're right. You're right. <laughs> sure. Or an honorific, I guess. Oh man, she she doesn't even look like a cat lady. She looks like she got tarred and feathered. You know, like she put glue on herself and rolled around in feathers. That's what it looks like. Well, she looks like a Skyrim vampire. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> no, she looks it's like straight out of a cat's movie, oh, which is a non-flattering a, a Wikipedia article. Hot girl, apparently. Yeah. What? She's in the Justice League. Yeah, she's a one of the main members named Hot Girl in DC Comics. I mean, that's not that surprising, I guess. Yeah. Is she, well, she's uh, like she's fairly type? prominent. <laughs> fire type. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's yeah, she's type. flying, <laughs> flying normal type. I think. She has wings. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, do, they like, all, do they all get lassos? Or is this the, no, is this the no, same? No, she has a mace. Is, is this the same Wonder Woman that we've been... Is this Wonder yeah, Woman? Yeah, this is Wonder Woman. Yeah. She, so where'd she collect all the armor from? She had it. She was just literally sitting in her apartment. Oh, I, I see. Like, yeah. No, she literally just found it and it has it in her apartment. Yeah, somebody oh, FedExed it to oh, her. okay. And <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's like, just like the... Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Cirque, de, Cirque, Cirque de Soleil? Acre inheritance <laughs> of inheritance of her race that she just casually so had somebody dead ass sent it to yeah, her yeah because she was supposedly looking for the original their greatest warrior uh and she couldn't find her but she did find the armor and she just has it hanging in her in her office space oh that's cool though yeah, and some people have like a tyrannosaurus skeleton you might as well have <laughs> like you know the collective wealth of an entire prehistoric people but again, like the problem, logical issues aside, like realism aside, like it doesn't have any point. Like there's no point to the armor. Like it didn't do anything. There's no point to finding the original warrior other than having a cameo of the original Wonder Woman at the very end. Merchandising, dude. Merchandising. I don't understand how this works too, because how she beats Cat Lady is she puts the power cable into the water, and they're both in the water, and somehow. She does not get electrocuted while Cat Lady does. And I'm guessing the armor protects her from electrons. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like a, it's like a Faraday cage. It's, it's a Faraday armor, cage? But yeah, her head thought, is exposed. I thought they were literally going to kill her here. And I was like, oh my yeah. god, Wonder Woman's literally going to kill someone. 
I mean, that's to excuse all the other men she killed at the beginning. I mean, she's but, already know, a different. felon. Yeah. She already has one felony in this film. Might as well rack but The guy yeah, in the trunk that yeah. she flipped, there oh. was a driver, you know? <laughs> there's certainly there's certainly a lot to unpack in that scene. Do you, but do you think that when you're writing a movie like this where it has a substantial amount of just history with the comic books that you're like, you have to make a choice between being locked into playing all the fan service cards and doing all the merchandising or just going a completely different way and, you know, full on JJ Abramsing the entire uh, ethos of, of your, your canon. I think it's perfectly possible to do both. Uh, what depends for DC is very inconsistent in that they give directors like freedom to do their own thing sometimes so then you see a lot of movies where it feels like a kid's movie or then like you get something really you know out of nowhere like the joker that was pretty great that was not sticking to what most people would equate to like the comic book joker it was more real and gritty the Mm -hmm. nolan batmans Oh, this is a satellite scene, yeah. is it? This is the satellite scene. He just steps in and is like, I'm touching everyone now. And she has to touch him? <laughs> she has to touch him to retcon her wish? Yeah, and then she uses the lasso. But the wind oh, no, is Actually, I take that back. Well, to renounce your wish, you just say, I, I just give it up. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so all these people should just give him their power and then just retcon their wish. Yeah. Is it even in a different language? Is it like ancient Mayan? You have to go, you know, use the. No, they just say, I give up my wish. That's it. I renounce my wish. That's all I have to say. Okay. Yeah. Man, that's not a very good lesson. I know. (laughs) No undo button in life. (laughs) And and I think I disagree with her, the the final speech, too, because she says the truth is beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, the truth is not beautiful all the time. Sometimes it's horrifying. There's yep. like no attribute to the truth other than it is simply the truth. So I, I, you know, just the whole like theme of the movie that they introduce, like they bookend it. It's in the beginning and at the end. I don't agree with it. Like the truth is not, is not beautiful. It's just the truth. Sometimes the truth can be very All sad. All right, I got a question for the class. Yeah, right, Do you think your that question? the truth will set you free is a worse message or an interstellar that love oh, no. <laughs> love is the only answer which do you think is it was worse because of love because <laughs> of love i think truth is better than the love thing dude oh man that just i don't know interstellar man. Me, man oh yeah, yeah. it did too <laughs> it did for me too you know what can i just reject both i don't need truth or love Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Truth is just there. It's not like it's not something you. It's it exists. The truth exists. It's not like ah. Anyways. So the thing is, this this is the part that redeemed the movie for me. Actually, this entire sequence. Really? Um, Why? Because it's awful. Uh It's complete garbage. Oh. Okay. It's like it's like bathing in raw sewage. Okay. However. Uh, a couple days ago, in the U.S. Capitol, uh, oh god, large group of protesters uh, turned insurrectionists, seditionists, stormed the Capitol building, um, did a bunch of damage, and were looking to cause like bodily harm to congressmen. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the U.S. president went on national television and said, "Go home. We love you." 
Okay. <laughs> With a presidential seal behind his head. Okay. Framed up exactly like this was. Okay. <laughs> so. You're saying this movie predicted the future. No. This no, movie okay. redeems the future. Okay. okay. In this film, the Don Donald Trump pastiche realizes the error of his ways, redeems himself, and rejects his own wish. It says, I renounce my wish. I need to take care of my son. Uh-huh. Which is another parallel with Donald Trump, because he doesn't give a fuck about his children. <laughs> <laughs> and and then the, the movie ends, and then everybody lives happily ever after. And whereas in real life, we have the precedent of saying we love you to seditionists on national television. Maybe Wonder Woman wasn't so bad. Hmm. That was like my th that was my second thought. My first thought was a lot less flattering. Uh, okay, compared to reality, I still don't think the movie's good. <laughs> oh no, it's awful. It's complete yeah. garbage. But I still think people should see it. <laughs> just cause, just to see how bad it is. To understand where this movie is coming from, because like it's fifty percent an indictment against Donald Trump, and for better or for worse, um, it's very clearly why the script, like the script, was written with that in mind, and. Yeah. They take the time to redeem the character at the end, which is, in a way, very optimistic, very hopeful, and very, yeah. very hopeful. And I, I really appreciate. In retrospect, okay, and when I initially finished watching this, I was like, oh. but in retrospect, it's a fine idea. Yeah. So that's. I can I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. That that's my takeaway from this. You know, reality fucking blows, man. <laughs> <laughs> reality is sometimes mm. worse than our I don't own know, like I, I feel like I, I know what they're going for but they don't earn it because like he has his son and like there, he has to go through some sort of challenge or loss and overcome his shortcomings but instead he just like flips 180 no scopes it and it's just like okay everything's good now Calls like he doesn't day. earn it yep yeah Oh god, a cat costume is so bad. That's <laughs> real bad. Uh, so bad. Anyways, uh, yeah, like nothing is earned. Hey, how'd you, you get that whip in? Uh, you Let's don't not... ask questions. Yeah, <laughs> she right. she lassoed the air. She lassoed the she you know she lassoed the satellite particles, and then it lashed onto his leg. Well, she has truth a little harder. Yeah, she's just yeah. she's lying to herself before. And then after after she kind of did that self exploration, a little bit of self. Wait, what is this bedwetting? Oh, that's this. That that's the flashbacks of the main character. That's the. Okay. That's what we're supposed to sympathize kid. with yeah. him now. Like, oh, he had a hard life, so that's why he's oh, messed up yes. now. Oh yes, all is made well. He had a hard life. It's all good now. It's all yeah. good now. It's fine. Yeah, this is all fine. The character is redeemed. The character, yeah. See, nothing is earned. Yeah. And I I think I agree with what you said before, too, Isaiah, where they don't really spend enough time to time to digest what's going on so you can have an emotional response to the things that are happening. It's just, since they wasted so much time on other nonsense, you don't really have time for an important It's like stuff. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah, if we spend a lot less time on, like, the true things <laughs> and, oh, Telling what you, is yeah. your wish nonsense. Yeah. It yeah, could have like, been a like, pretty decent film that came out of this. Yeah, half yeah. the movie was basically repeating scenes so that you know what's happening. Like, yeah. you know. 
Uh, there's another one. There's I wrote down a lot of examples, but at a certain point I stopped because there's just too many. If we pick apart this movie anymore, we're going to go over the film's runtime. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to go over the Pixel's runtime. You're right. I uh, mean, it's it's literally Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Things just happen and people fall into and out of the plot, and you just can't worry about it. I don't know, man. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and horse parkour, that makes it a lot better, <laughs> if you ask me. There's horse parkour in this. Uh, it's not as good. It's not as good, parkour. though. Yeah. And there's axes, you know? Yeah, right. That's something yeah. I can get behind. I think Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter was a better movie. Yeah, me too. As ridiculous too. and as crazy as yeah. that sounds, I, I think it was I a better movie. I also think it was a better movie. <laughs> yeah. Featuring a better portrayal of a U.S. president. <laughs> yes. More Sadly accurate. enough, yes. Yeah. More accurate portrayal yeah. of a U.S. president. Oh, God. Should we uh, do ratings? Yeah, uh, let's do ratings. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, oh, Kuru, our rating system is based on how many times better than the original Suicide Squad movie this movie is. So, ha- have you seen Suicide Squad? I have not seen Suicide Squad. Well, just imagine the worst movie you've ever seen and then use that rate as your barometer. This movie. <laughs> yeah, use that as your thermometer. So, if you rate it a one, that means it's equivalent to the worst movie you've ever seen. And if it's two, you're saying it's, it's kind of twice, twice as good. Now, there's a real, really no science to this because the numbers okay. don't matter. <laughs> okay, so it's like a log scale. So we got like a you know a Richter scale of movies. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Basically. <laughs> okay. Sam, you want to start? All right. Okay, I start as first. Uh, yeah. For me, I thought the movie had promise, but my main issue was that it doesn't really stick to one thing. Like it doesn't decide if it wants to be a kids movie or an adults movie. And like I like the main idea of like the truth is important or like heroes can't be born from lies and i wish they stuck with that or if they're going with the theme of uh being yourself is is the best you and you don't need anything else you don't need superpower from a rock you just have to be yourself and i wish they used kristen wig as kind of the example between you know one woman and her and what happens when one person gains power and one person loses it I feel like it would have been more poignant if Wonder Woman beat Kristen Wiig without her powers and without the stupid armor. And she's like, I see you don't need powers because I'm, I'm strong because of who I am, my character, instead of some magical superpowers. Because that undermines everything then, the main message that you're trying to send, that you need something else to be complete. Um, so I, I... like. They miss everything. They miss all the marks that they're shooting for. And this is yeah. not including the leaps of logic, the inconsistencies, um, just the overall thing. There's so many people complaining about stupid stuff in the movie. For me, yeah, it's fun to make fun of that stuff. But for me, it's just like general flow of the movie uh, does not work based on where they want to go and where they want to take it. Uh, they contradict themselves and they kind of undermine their own goal. Anyways, that said, uh, I would probably give it uh, a 1.5 Suicide Squads. It was barely more tolerable than Suicide Squad for me. This is probably one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. Wow, okay. And not only that, it looks bad too. And there's like this one scene in the mall where there's a guy yelling no, like really long. It doesn't fit what's happening, and the audio mixing on that is terrible because you can't make out what he's saying too. And I was like, 
this feels like it was a, a CW TV show special. <laughs> like, that's yeah. what it felt like to me. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Who's next? Um, this out of order. <laughs> I'll, I'll just... Whatever. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give this a uh, 10 out of 10 masterpiece. It's the uh, best film. No. It's, Are you serious? No. 10 Suicide Squads? No. Oh my god. No. I'm going to give, give it, it like higher. A, no, this, this is, I'm going to go ahead and give this uh, two and a half. Two Whoa, and a half generous. Squads. Okay. That's a... Uh, it's real bad. I would recommend everybody watch this film. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, things literally just happen, and then baffling shot choices, and then the the straight up rape. I just can't get over that, dude. I didn't I really think. About I don't it. think I can ever get over that. that. Yeah, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's straight up. I mean, there's certainly yeah, some like, philosophical his, wiggle room. His consciousness I mean, wasn't there, right? So does it count? Like, is it the mind? Well, I mean, if somebody's asleep and you have sex with them, does that count as rape? I'm pretty sure it does. Well, if you're considering like the physical body to be the extension of the person, and the person is defined by their body. Then I guess you could say that, but if it's like the person is their conscious, is their mind, then I guess maybe you could make a yeah, different argument I meant, for that. Like not, yeah, like not that they're sleeping. It's like his entire being is not there. I or mean, is it's it not, there? Well, I mean, let's let's say you're having sex with a corpse. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no! Okay, let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Would you call okay, that right? right? No, no. <laughs> Don't want to go there. Because uh. it's one or the other. <laughs> like this part of the end. She's, look, she's looking down at his penis. She's like, I have seen this. I have seen this. Uh, that's funny. She's like, hmm. It must have been pretty good if she smiled she's like, like that. She's like, yeah, I got some of that. <laughs> like, it just uh. makes you feel so dirty. It's kinda, she's it's like, yeah. Creepy. No, look, she's looking down all the time. She can't stop. Yeah, well, she says like, nice pants or something, right? Of, oh, yeah. it's, it's so uncomfortable. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, no, she's not checking the belt out. Definitely not. Look, eyes are up there. Eyes are up here. <laughs> sure. Oh, man. This is never going to go away. <laughs> right? Kind of looks like Jim Carrey. Kind of. Yeah. He's, a, a he's in a lot of Hallmark films, I believe. He definitely looks like someone who'd be in a Hallmark oh, he does film. Have that kind like of a lot feel. of smaller family films. Yeah. That like is a soap a opera or something. Perfect typecast right there. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's have you be in the Wonder Woman movie. You can get raped by Gal Gadot. That'd be great. <laughs> oh man. Oh my Fuck, dude. <laughs> Alright, two out of ten. Now, let's okay. move on. Two, oh, two, two out of half. Two and a half. Two and a half. It's fine. Maybe I'll knock off another point five for <laughs> <laughs> for rape <sighs> okay right, Isaiah uh huh it's hard to say I want to give it a three but that feels way too high yeah I feel like two and a half is a safe bet mm, okay. yeah okay. I'm gonna say two and a half suicide squads also this last shot is so weird with the balloon floating up in the sky it's, uh, whatever but um yeah, I feel like there was a lot of good messages, but I completely agree with you, Sam. I think that there was... They tried to shoot for so many targets and missed all of them. Yeah. You know, it's like they had so many messages that they were trying to talk about, like... 
you know, doing the good thing, being a good person, deciding not to lie, to cheat in order to win. Uh, essentially, for me, I saw it as the message boiling down to like, the truth will set you free. Or, you know, that there's like this quote where it's like, like, what does it mean for one man to gain the whole world but to lose his soul? You know, it's like, that's kind of what I was thinking about the whole time was like, the idea of you might be able to gain everything, but at what cost, right? And that's kind of what the film was going for. But it somehow doesn't hit that mark. You know, it really just doesn't get there in the end. (laughs) It's like like nudging you towards that. And they're trying to like throw stuff. They're like throwing books at your head, trying to get you to understand. Uh, But it just doesn't land. Like there's no weight to it. There's no... Yeah. There's not enough emotional pauses in scenes or like I don't know, even proper explanations of what's going on outside of the very facts of what is clearly going on, but there's no like statements about the messages that's being expressed, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. It just falls flat for me. And there's definitely a lot of layers that I haven't thought about that I'm glad Barry brought up. The idea of possible rape, you know? And uh Yeah, I'm glad I could bring that up for you. Yeah, it just makes me think of Alter Carp. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Cause I wanted to go into this film and I, I already heard from both of you about how bad it was. And I was honestly I was expecting it to be a little bit worse, if I'm being honest. Mm, okay. Yeah, I thought it would be even worse. But it was Yeah, for me it was just you know, passable. You know, yeah. barely scrapes by. Yeah, two and a half out of ten. Kuru, how how would you rate this? Your final thoughts? Well, you guys are brutal against it. I thought it was a uh, pretty <laughs> solid fan servicey, you know, superhero but action movie though? up there. Yeah, because oh, it's. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, think think of its think of its immediate neighbors. You have such <laughs> you have such marvels as Scorpion King. Oh, and, okay. Uh, right. Oh, if we're All putting right. it in that bracket, I guess. Yeah, right. And the. Uh, well, I mean, the worst movie we've ever seen. I mean, Scorpion King isn't even the worst. I mean, this is, you know, this, ex, you know, passes, uh, like, Night at the Mall. Or what is that movie where they spend the night in the mall and everything comes well, alive? Well, you know, if you have to put an asterisk there, the there the I'd say the, the worst museum? movie that had a budget, you know, because there are plenty of trash films out there that like were made for $5, you know, you know and you yeah. can't. Yeah, you can't. of course, of course. No, but I'm, I mean, I'm talking big budget, you know, these are, these are AAA studios. You're right. Scorpion King was pretty bad. And, uh, what was it? The, the Watchers? What was that movie? Watchmen? With the, with the owl. Yeah. The, the Watchmen. Watchmen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Watchmen. Oh, you didn't I like mean, the Watchmen. Interesting. Well, I mean, I, I honestly have never seen a bigger dong than I saw in the Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> You do have a point. It's also blue. It's a blue well, I dog. Mean, I mean, uh, you know, whatever. Colors, colors just a, you know, set of particles in the air. Col- but... Colors imaginary, according to Wonder Woman. You know, nothing's real. Momentum, inertia. <laughs> Physics. Physics. Right. Space-time continuum. Yeah. Continuity. Matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, so I was gonna, I was gonna give it a solid four. Four? Wow. Four, yeah. four out of ten, by the way. That's, yeah, I mean, that's I think it's, I think it's slightly, slightly below average. Yeah. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, four you're using five as average instead of seven like everyone else yes. in the industry. Yes, like Asians yeah. do. No, like like true mathematicians. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Of course, of course. Yeah. Oh, also, of course. just if the whole the movie is about, you know, like, you know, 
girl power, if we're saying that, you know, putting out like a strong feminist are we, are message. Are we saying that? Woman who needs no man. I feel like that kind of walks back a lot of what they did and said in the first film. And I, I didn't enjoy that because I feel like the first film actually did that extremely well. And yeah, this movie was just a bit disappointing in that regard as well. So the, the yeah. first movie was definitely Girl Power Crew. If you want to watch, if you have seen it, it's actually a good well, movie. I mean, if you want to watch it, there's not actually a lot of female leads in this movie. Um, it's really just the the hero and the antihero. Yeah, and then everybody else is just kind of flavor text from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, and, and so it's 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 almost more like man or woman versus environment than uh than like a I I don't know gender versus gender. Are you saying this movie would have been better if it was PvP instead of PvE? <laughs> <laughs> or PP versus PP? Well, it's it's uh yeah, I'm not quite sure what it's what you know what they're what they're fighting against, right? It's it's uh it's kind of a fight against the man, the establishment. Uh, fighting against the fighting against cheating. That's right. Fighting against Taking cheating shortcuts. and lies. Yes, lies right. which and makes complete sense because nobody would wish to have you know. A cure for cancer or world peace. Lies, deception. Yeah, <laughs> lies, lies, deception. <laughs> well, then is it is it not even man versus the or you know woman versus the environment, but is it woman versus self? Is that what the underlying story is? Wonder Woman. It should have been. Finds it should have been identity. Yeah. It should have been. What's but really no. important? Yeah, you know, they the ability didn't go that to. Route. So you're saying it's like woman v self and kick butt? Yeah. Yeah, it, like yeah. you know, it should have been that route, like. I, I feel Struggle like they tried insecurity. to make too many enemies too, you know, and then it it's unclear. But the enemies are really just for self. Well, they tried to have conflict. two villains, right? Cheetah and... Okay, I don't see how that guy missed. He should have definitely <laughs> just shot her right in the spine. Like, I, you know. Oh my gosh. She can bend space-time to her Sorry, own, Barry, you know? what were you saying? Plot armor, you know, plot armor. Plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too powerful. <laughs> Nary a scratch. Literally just a scratch. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't even remember what I was saying. This this yeah. movie is just whatever. <laughs> yeah. Patty Jenkins, fantastic director. Maybe she isn't so good at writing for comic book movies. Who was the writer on the first film? Alan Heinberg. Who is that? Who's also I went to college with a guy named Alan Feinberg. <laughs> <laughs> Does he writings? call himself Fine? Like Alan Heinberg. His other credits are Sandman, Grey's Anatomy, OC, Gilmore Girls, Sex and the City, oh, and Part Five. Okay. Wow. Oh, Scandal. Okay. Final season. Nice. <laughs> wow, he's written right. a lot for Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Quite an impressive resume. Yeah. Why don't we call it there? Yeah. I, th- I think I think we have to. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe Karu was the most generous out of all of us. We'll I have to no, invite him back I, for Pixels. I expect him to be because he didn't watch the film. Yeah. <laughs> he did have a good point, though. Scorpion King was really bad. Yeah. I mean, all these, movies are, all these movies are absolutely terrible. Like, what, what's a good one? Do you remember that Avengers film? Thor Ragnarok, that's a good one. Where they made fun of the fact that there were, only, there were only four Avengers, in, or not the Avenger film, the X-Men film, where they made fun of the fact that there were only four X-Men in the film, and the entire castle was empty except for these, like, Oh, Deadpool? Deadpool? No, uh... That was definitely Deadpool. Yeah, but there was another one. There was another one, too. 
Another one? Where, like, there was no Deadpool and it all, you know, the whole, they just cast nobody. I watched all the Marvel movies, all the X-Men movies on a... No, I'd have to look. I watch them all on the plane. I don't remember. Whenever I fly anywhere, I always look for the X-Men movie. Because Fantastic Four was terrible. Actually, all the Fantastic Fours were terrible. Yeah, because they were made by Fox and they just didn't understand the property. But they owned it and they didn't want to relinquish the rights. (laughs) So they just made garbage. Yeah. Yeah. The worst movie I've ever seen. It was a okay. uh, somebody. Do you guys know the the Wheel of Time books? Yeah, dude, yes. I love the Wheel of Time books. Okay, yeah. okay. So they optioned. I think it, maybe it wasn't movie rights, but it was like a TV series rights. They optioned it, but they had to make one. They had to make. They had to start production on it uh, before some timeline, and it was it was oh, it was like 2007 or something was the timeline. And so a month before it expired, and if they started making it or if they made one, they got an extension. They made something like a 40-minute film of, of the dragon, right? Lose Theram and Telamon. Like, so the, the entire span of this 40 minutes was after he murdered all of, you know, all of the friends of the dragon in the circle when they were trying to make him, you know, sing him back to sanity. And before he did anything else, so it was just him for 40 minutes walking around the palace of the dragon, just screaming, no! (laughs) (laughs) Entirely so they could retain the rights to the property. I want to watch this now. That's genius. I don't think that's as good as the German film where it it slowly zooms into someone's eyes over the course of, I believe, an hour and a half. That is the entire film. There is no sound. Yes. I see what you did there. It had to be done. <laughs> should watch uh, The Room. No. <laughs> which, which room? No, I'm just going to say no. Which room? Isn't there the uh, Captain Marvel version of a movie called The Room or something like that? What? No, uh, this is the one made no. by uh, what is the original one? Oh, and then there's the, Yeah. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe it's not called The Room. But it's like Room something? Are you talking about like the one where it's like a series of traps? Trap rooms that they have to go through? Like cubes? Well, the original was with Tommy Wiseau called The Room. You know, I'm not I'm talking about a totally different movie. Um, Cube? Is it called Cube? Because it's like a bunch of no, cubes. No, it's that a movie called yeah, so Cube with Brie okay. Larson. I've never heard of it's it. It's supposed to be a really good movie. Yeah. But, anyways, we should probably call it. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. We'll call it there. This is our longest episode. Return to a three hour long. Oh no, our longest episode was like five hours, not even close. Yeah, yeah I think we've gone longer. Yeah. Alright, let's call it there. This has been episode 40 on a Wonder Woman 1984. Thank you so much for listening in. If you have any questions or movies for us to watch, write to us at pointyhackass at gmail.com. Once again, the email is pointyhackass at gmail.com. Catch you guys next time. This part doesn't even make sense. Why did he have to launch the rocket? Why couldn't he just have thrown it at her? Oh, she needed the inertia. I guess, but like...
I mean, she weighs more than a rocket, so I fear... Yeah, but inertia base... doesn't exist in this movie. You're right, you're right. I don't know why we keep banging on that. Inertia's not even real. Gravity isn't real either. 